Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 65, Rachel and David on the mics. Uh, today we're talking about therapy, all sorts of therapy, professional and non-professional. What kind of therapy are you, have you, or will you reach out in your post-divorce space? There are so many types of therapy. What is your flavor? Next on Divorce Devil Podcast. Welcome to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. <laughs> all right, Rachel, we're talking about therapy. Yes. So um, let's, let's go down here. Uh, so professional therapy, what do you think? Um, my, I don't know. My past of different therapy types was grief. Um, I lost a child when I was pregnant, 35 weeks. And my first bout with therapy, uh, was grief therapy and it was group. It was me being able to sit back, relax and when I was ready to talk about it, and believe it or not, it wasn't right away because I didn't know what was expected of me and I didn't want to feel like mine was worse than anybody's and I didn't want to feel like, you know, um, you know, mine took precedence over anybody. So but the, you almost became part of a club though. And it was a club that nobody wants to be in, of course. And it's a club that, you know, you find your people in that because- they absolutely know what you're going through. Even like a spouse doesn't know what, you know, the pregnant wife went through. Even though they're in the same situation, going through the the steps of being pregnant, having to deliver my son, having to do all this other stuff, another woman in the group knew me and how I was feeling exactly, even though my spouse was also grieving. So it's almost like like-minded people. Yeah. I think another uh, drawback, can be a drawback to professional therapy is cost. Yeah. You know, you know, not everybody has a lot of money after going through divorce or going through divorce. So I think group therapy probably works better for a lot of people because it's cheaper. Well, and here's another thing. Like when I got divorced, automatically I lost insurance and I didn't have my job because COVID and to get a job where they were giving me insurance and, you know, dental, whatever medical and to get therapy in a new job, you're like, I have a problem. Can you help me? I'm sad. And so there's a lot of stigma that goes into therapy, the word. But I think when you put it in, just go talk to someone that's neutral. I think that's why I was more willing to step out into a divorce group. Like bereavement, I'm like, I'm sad. Okay, someone talk to me. Someone do something. And you know, I love to talk. But it was also one of those things. I don't want to talk about it because then I know I'm sad. But a divorce is a loss. Oh. Grief. And yeah. I think because uh, of that, seven stages, whatever. Yeah. And because of that grief group, I was able to be like, okay, I know there's steps and I know I'm going to go ebbs and flows. It's going to be a roller coaster. And I, it didn't prepare me so much for the different aspects because divorce is definitely different because there's way more people involved. But it prepared me as it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. It's okay to. Do say whatever in the time of that angst and grow from it. What's a good way to pick a good therapist? How do you, how do you start the process? You think what, what kind of advice can you give the people to 
pick a therapist. That's a that's a tough one right there. So right out of mine, mine was like, where's it free? Where can it be free? Where can I go? And it only costs a little bit of money because, you know, my financial thing for a while was I, I didn't know where I was going and what $27 could get me. But um, when I found out there was a church group, it was, you know, bring a snack kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. like a potluck. You're going to come, just talk, make some friends, figure your shit out. Next time, bring orange wedges and Capri Suns. Isn't that soccer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong group. Um, Yeah, no. So I think, and I feel like when, okay, this is my, maybe this is a misconstrued thought of what therapy is. But it's our show. If I'm going to, right. If I'm going to a therapist that I'm paying $300 an hour for, I want my $300 worth. And what does that actually mean? Yeah. Does she have to solve all my problems in one day? Because I only, yeah. Because if I only have $300 and I'm paying to come see you for one hour, and I need you to fix all my problems. Is that necessarily fair to the therapist? And it sure isn't fair to you to think that all your problems are going to be fixed in one session. So it's like, oh, I really like her, but I can't afford it. Or I really like her, but we didn't touch on the things I needed that day because I didn't know where to go. Or I do I know the right verbiage so I don't feel stupid, but yet I need her to know where I'm at. To me, I think group therapy works a lot better than solo therapy because you're in with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Uh, You find out that your shit is not as bad as you think. (laughs) There's some people there that, (laughs) that, that, that out, that out shit you. Really? No, really. There's some diarrhea divorce. (laughs) I, I, I I sat in mine. I was like, damn. Yeah. I have no reason to complain. You know, yeah. there's like restraining orders yeah. and and all sorts of shit. Court and yeah. you know holding um, animals hostage. Uh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> do yes. you split the dog in half literally oh, or do man. So so I sat there in my church driven um yeah. therapy and I sat there, I was like, Wow, life ain't so bad. You know, not to not to relish in their shit, but man, my shit my shit is nothing. Mine was just my yeah. wife didn't want to be married to me yeah. anymore, right? Yeah. So so for so from that, so from that standpoint, it's it's a lot cheaper. I think mine was seven weeks, two hours, fourteen hours, twenty five bucks. You can't beat that with a stick. No. Yes. No, that that's was, great. That was nice. Well, I know, like the one I went to, it was like a donation for like the head counselor people, like the ones that organize it, that would try to pull questions out of you, like. So what kind of they, donation? Money. No, what? like you could make a donation, to, like to buy. The coffee next time or like, oh, you know, gotcha, okay, like gotcha. five bucks, you mm-hmm. know, 10 bucks, you know, I want to bring donuts one time, you know, so it wasn't like you were paying for it and mm-hmm. it was technically free, but it's like, hey, we, we bought everybody, I don't know. Want to get some skin in the game. Yeah. So it's, you know, now, okay, next week I'm going to bring this. So that's a commitment because I said I'm already going to bring it. So I have to bring it because that's why I'm coming, but not really. I'm actually coming because I'm a hot mess. Yep. But the, my excuse was, oh, I told him I'd bring pie. You know, yeah. so one of those. but it but it kind of works as like a dual thing that yeah. you that you make you make a point to go. You can't disappoint them. Yeah, yeah. And I think because of my profession and because of who I am in general, like at work, I call myself the healer because that's my job. I pretty much try to heal with except for teeth. Oh God, no yes. teeth! No. I do not like the I don't like the teeth. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> anyway. I need a couple over here, but um, yeah. So, um, what was I saying? David, teeth. you threw me the off teeth. with teeth. Yes. 
I mean, um, there's a lot of times teeth are not good. I know. <laughs> but they but they pay the That's what he said. Um, um, Your mortgage. <laughs> what what about online professional therapy? I've I've seen more and more of that. Yeah, there's a lot like like you can zoom, you can call, you there's like um I think there's like a it's not a dating mat app, but it's like a date the therapist like finding a therapist app where you put all your information in and who's the best therapist for you. So it's like a swipe left or right to find the therapist that works for you. So Tinder therapy. Tinder therapy app. Yeah, but Wow. Yeah. Therapist, yeah. So there's wow. a lot of like I know there's a, especially because of the suicide rate that's you know gone way up since yeah. COVID and all that stuff. Um, you can like make a phone call and then be like, hey, what's what are, what are you feeling right now? And then they'll connect you with someone that's like in your area or you know someone your age or someone like you know that you can relate to, but it's a therapist. What what about people? And this is a big one about people because I I was one of those people. Filter your advice. Don't don't. <laughs> Filter your advice. <laughs> I mean, don't, I don't care if you need to put a mask no, on. No. Filter your advice. Who they don't live. believe in therapy. Those people. Oh, yeah. spouses. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Of, okay. Yeah. I'm going to stereotype here a little bit. A lot of male spouses do not want anybody else to know their shit. I used to be there. Yes. yes. Okay. Tell us that why. Is, that is right. Because it's almost like you feel inferior that you're telling someone your shit. And women are definitely like, I need to vent. I need yeah. to tell somebody. Yes. That's, you know, it's just, you know. Yeah. Um, Mars and Venus, basically. And here, here's where I was at. Like, if I were to, like, so the people that I was around was all my ex's family. So if I were to vent to my sister-in-law, she would tell her husband, and then the husband would tell my 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 husband, my ex-husband, and then it was always two to three degrees away from him. And it would always get misconstrued. Too. And then it was yeah. like the game of telephone, where yeah. I was like, I didn't say that. But I did say this. So now there's already, he's coming at me because he's heard it from someone else where I thought I was safe enough to share marital things that weren't so terrible, which turned terrible because I told somebody else. What about non-traditional methods of therapy? There's so many non-traditional. All right. What? Uh, Drugs. Oh, alcohol. (laughs) Alcohol. Uh, I I, I raised my hand to that because it was almost so I didn't have to feel. Yep. It was, you were, I felt that. You were like escaping. Yeah. And I'm very outgoing, but I haven't dated in 24 years. Like, you know, I hadn't dated forever, um, you know, and I dated my ex-husband for like a year and a half before we got married. So mm-hmm. it was like, I am so out of this game. I, I know it's hard to believe Rachel was nervous. And so, and to meet people now and the expectations of dating now are like, we're going to have sex or we're not. And then it's like, I might like you, but I don't. But I might ghost you, but I won't. And I am not good at being like people not liking me. Well, now I'm like, I don't fucking care if you like me or not. Here, who, here's who I am. And that took me a long time. And alcohol helped me get rid of some of those fears and those, you know, I failed. Because I mean, that was one of my big thing. I failed. Why would you want to date me? And then I would like talk you out of de- trying to date me because I yeah. failed. And it was just a defense where I'm so hurt. I'm not going to let anybody in. I want to date because I want to see what's out there. And I don't want to be alone. At least you figured out when to let that rabbit hole go, though. Because some people don't let His that rabbit hole His name is Lance. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking letting go of the rabbit hole of drinking. Oh, you yeah, know, and was- the thing that kept my parents were both alcoholics. Yep. The thing that... I kept saying in my head, "You're one drink away, be- uh, one drink a- drink away before coming becoming your mom." Yeah. Or you know, like my dad was definitely 
a happy or, drunk. Or your and, ex, yep. But Definitely. then my dad also died from liver cancer. So drank himself to death, plus he had diabetes, all this other stuff. So in my head, I'm one step away becoming the alcoholic that I was expected to be because of my lineage. You know, there's a lot of people in my mom's family that were alcoholics. Mm -hmm. So I think what happens is that you hear it or you don't. So you hear that little voice saying, okay, that's enough, that's enough. And when are you actually going to start feeling this stuff? Mm -hmm. And so I... I think it was really my son too. I'm like, I cannot drink because when he's here, the only thing I'm thinking about is drinking because I don't want him to be sad and I want to be the happy mom and I want to do this and I want to do that, but I can't take care of everybody else because my brain won't shut off. Because if you drink, you don't feel it, so you're not able to get through it. Yeah, and then I was when I was drinking too, I was the super mom. I was like, oh, I can do all this stuff because I'm I'm you don't happily feel any pain. Yeah, and you're so. Happy. I could deal with his sadness because I wasn't feeling any of mine. But when I started like peeling back the layers, mm -hmm. literally, um, we were able to talk and it was honest and it was, and it was, I think it was the most honest I've been with myself because I had to be honest with him. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I mean, I still had a ton of, I still have some walls that, you know, I'm going to get left. I'm going to get pushed behind because I left and this and that. So there's a lot of, tearing up i don't know why a lot of questions that i still like am i good enough what about your favorite and my favorite is which friends to trust <laughs> been there done that well and which, which ones that you talk to is like i'm not talking to you about this because you are a pain in the ass well how do you how do you how do you navigate vet them? that yeah. Vet them, yeah yeah that is definitely it's definitely a vetting process because you have to know what you can tell them what you don't want to step on someone's toes with. And if, especially if they know your spouse mm -hmm. and they're friends with your spouse or their husband was friends with their, your spouse and vice versa, or you hung out and you've all had fun together, but they don't see the out, the, the inside stuff. Um, you almost have to play the part. If that makes sense. So it sounds like a test. Yeah. Yeah. You almost just test them and say, Hey, maybe I'll tell her this and see if it gets back to me. Know what well, I mean? Yeah. Oh, I've done yeah. that a ton yeah. of. My parents taught me that trick too. <laughs> They'd be like, "Let's make up a really good juicy one. See how long yeah. it takes back, and who yeah. gets it to me, and who says says what, blah blah blah." So, so you yeah. so you tell different people different things, and you figure out who who said what, who said what. Yeah. Damn, that's deep. Yeah. I, I never thought about that. It's it's pretty fun, <laughs> but yeah. the thing is too, like now you've know these people also play games. Yeah. That you know your truth one day could be. The absolute truth and the next day it could be all bullshit because you know who doesn't want an access story you know so my favorite is your friend from work that used to bring you the coffee oh that's Say, my girl tracy yeah, yeah shout out to tracy she's like she she's one of those humans that's just you know when you meet them you just get them yep and they get you and you know they don't how, ask for anything how close we've become through actually not in any again she's far she lives up where i'm from you know, it's about an hour from me. Um, just we check in on each other all the time. Like, hey, yep. how you doing? And her kids are like my kids. And she loves my kids like, you know, I love her kids. And, you know, yep. some of the she's had some really hard things recently with her daughter. And, you know, I have a 21-year-old daughter. And I don't know exactly what she's going through. But we've been through similar stuff scenarios. And so she's helped me through my divorce just by handing me a protein shake saying, I know you don't want to eat, but you can drink. So here you go. 
or like bringing me a cookie when I didn't know I needed a cookie. And like, I don't know what you need, but I'm here no matter what, any so time of day. Friends. Yeah. And like the, the morning that I finally left, she was the one that was there. She's, I opened the door. She's there. She takes my son. I do like, I see her face. I'm like, she was that person that I knew I had someone here because we moved so far away from all of our family. Like I don't have any family here other than my ex-husband, my kids. And you know, now, now Lance and his family, but I have, I have no Rachel family here other than that. And so I didn't have anyone else to go to because I couldn't go to my little, my little tiny family because they were all going through the feelings of it. You know, and, and I also think that, Special friends, the ones that get it, even though you're bitching about your ex, they listen. They don't actively they, listen. They don't get in, involved. Oh, oh, girl, yeah, he's 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 horrible, old girl. They they kind of listen mm-hmm. and they take and, it in. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't judge. And the thing yeah. too is like her and her husband are still friendly with my ex, and you know, well, he, he broke up with his ex girlfriend, but the girlfriend at the time, they're friendly. They still live close. to close to each other. So like they need to borrow the lawnmower, they call him and that's fine. Cause I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to hate him because of our situation. Cause you we're don't? still friendly, you know? So you don't? no, I don't. How's that feel? I, I honestly Kidding. don't want anybody Kidding. to hate anybody. How's that? How's that feel? Anyway, let's do you want to, no, no, no. Oh, I charge I, like $700 an hour. No, so you want to no. talk? Let's go. So let's talk about <laughs> other forms of non-traditional, non-professional. What's therapy? something that you didn't know could help you? In there, like going through the divorce, like something was like, oh, you know what? I real like you said, your bike, riding right, your right bike. My bicycle helped a lot. Yeah, I, I wore out tires, man. And also the one section of the library. Yeah, <laughs> reading, <laughs> reading sexual karma books. Yes, yes, that really karma helps. sutra. <laughs> karma sutra. You know, getting involved. Just in make that sure your son just, stays behind the yellow ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buying the pot in the bathroom. Um, uh, reading, reading, reading. You know, yeah. uh, listening to music, um, podcasting. When, when uh, podcasting, when, when I was going through my divorce recovery uh, process at the church, one, one of the ladies said that she danced. She turned the music up loud and just danced oh, around the you know, danced around the living room. And I think one of the most cathartic things I did was music. I think music can help you heal if you're listening to the right genre. Like I did found some did you new sing too. Yeah, you probably sang of course. Too. Of course you did. You know, no one's I around. cannot sing, but in the car and in the shower, you like are the best singer. What Mariah Whitney? Yeah. Oh, look out, because yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. I mean, the boy is mine. Yeah, you know, yeah. Monica. Anybody? Yeah. But yeah, so um, I think one of the things that helped me was. I'm an active learner. I love to learn new things, and even if I don't become an expert in it, like mm-hmm. you know. I love to know about the stars. And yes, I have fallen into the horoscope, crystally bullshit. I get it. But it's something that keeps your mind off. And if yep. you can read and learn more, like things give off energy and I'm an energy and you're this. Cause you know, I've told you like the church has failed me more times than not. And I know I believe in something, but I'm not sure the what church. that is. Yeah. So like, like I always say, blessed, blessed by the Buddha. Cause you know, whatever. <laughs> but I, I think learning and trying to find ways to help other people through it. Like, you know, the podcasting and like every time I get a topic, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some little research, but I don't want to know too much because I don't know it all. And I don't need to be an expert, but I can give little hints yeah. of things. And if then we help one person. Yeah. One like person. love language. Yeah. I would not have read a lot about yeah. love language. I've been like, that's, that's bullshit. That's, yeah. that's, I don't believe in that shit. That's crazy yeah. voodoo magic, you yeah. know? So, 
Um, but when you get the science behind it, which, you know, I'm a nurse, so I love science and I want you to prove to me why there's things. And yes, I have hope that there's beautiful things out there, but I also love unicorns. Like, come on. I know they're not real, but <laughs> and, and they could be, they could be, they could have been. And then some yes. stupid man killed them all. Yes. You know, and but, it, and it ha- had to be a man going through a divorce probably. But anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. It might've been a woman, yes. you know, that horn <laughs> put a little Bowery in it. Yeah. <laughs> Pokey pokey. <laughs> I just went far right. Did it's kind of sharp though, you? isn't it? Or just dull it up? I mean. Maybe it could be USB. I think they're rounded. Maybe it could be USB. Maybe they could be energized by moon crystals or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Because they are magical. Yes. Maybe. Hey, maybe a vibrator is therapy. Oh, yeah. Self-care. <laughs> Self-care. <laughs> we forgot about that therapy. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go to therapy. Get, get, get so, like, when you buy a three hundred dollar vibrator, because they are pretty expensive, some of those but, ones with all the gadgets. But I'm paying for one, therapy. That's, that's one. Do you one think session my EAP therapy, will man? pay for that? <laughs> my employee, so you know, what's, what's that cafeteria plan? <laughs> Do I get a red ticket or a blue one? Like, am I free lunch or reduced? Is is a cafeteria plan? Does that cover vibrators? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that part of para? <laughs> Is it a retirement fund for dildos? I mean, it, it could be. Uh, Are you telling me how to what's that wait? One? Wait, wait, no. Do I no, need to invest no, in dildos? No, it's no, part of my that, retirement. What's that one? Um, um, Long term care. <laughs> so, what do you have to offer at this long term care facility? We have a private room for you to self care. Oh my God. You got me again. All Ooh. batteries or Long-term USB? USB. Alkaline or energizer? <laughs> <laughs> lithium baby lithium we want it hot oh, I, I was wondering when the podcast was gonna skew I'm like, a little bit to the I left. really need to look into this retirement <laughs> plan a long term long I love when I measure you I know, love when I measure on our show it's a whole little different long when, term. It's, when it's 401 vibrator K <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's like a USB plug voltage? Um, yeah. You know, like, is it a 220? Is it a one? Is it a 40 watt? Hopefully. hopefully 40 watt retirement plan. Oh, okay. Another one is is uh, another non-traditional. Sex. Sex. Sex, love, and magic. Sex. Um, okay, yes. my is running. Oh, my God. Make him a nose run. My eyes are burning. Because <laughs> it's hot in here. Lithium battery. Stay, staying busy. Yes. Getting busy. Doing, doing. Getting busy. I <laughs> doing, like that. Doing puzzles. Your new retirement plan is getting busy. <laughs> getting busy. Bouncing a wow wow. Oh. And you could do it in nature. <laughs> it could become a hobby. You can have some wine Drugs before. And alcohol with Don't this. tell your family. And we're not involving friends. So oh. we have a list of things that we're oh. going to go over in like our little, you know. I think we already outline. did it. I just said them all. I lit- <laughs> no. Okay, end of podcast over. Thank we're you probably for not going to tell the priest in our oh. in our uh, confession. But yeah. I don't think sex is therapy. Oh, good sex is. <laughs> oh, oh, girl. Girl, good sex is. Oh, girl. Okay, so when you've had sex. <laughs> And you've had good sex. Good sex. Good sex. It's uh, therapy. Okay. Okay. There's like, there's Oreos. And then there's and the- And golden the, Oreos. No, no. There's right. birthday cake Oreos. Okay. And then there's the Aldi brand. What's that? Like, it's like that 
grocery store that's like you got to bag your own shit and it's all off oh, brand okay, gotcha, and all that. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. there's Birthday Cake Oreo and then there's Aldi brand. Oh, okay. I might be saying it wrong because I'm from Jersey, but Aldi, Aldi, whatever. Oh, so kind of like Safeway. King they're Supers. Not, they're expensive. Kroger's. No, this is like everything. This is expensive, like the dollar wait, store wait, grocery everything's store. Everything's expensive. Listen, it's. Oh, it's not gas. The dollar is a dollar twenty-five now. I know inflation <laughs> like, fucking sucks. Hell? I'm like, I don't have a quarter. <laughs> I got twenty-two cents, 22 cents. not twenty-seven. Okay, uh. but yeah. So <laughs> no, I think. And here's my here's my thought on sex. Okay, when you're now you're divorced and you're now starting to date and mm-hmm. you're getting into relationships or you're getting into long-term people. It's getting deep. Go ahead. Right. Yes. Yes. You, because my, I luckily, like, I dated a couple people. I was in a three month thing and then it was all lies and everything. And then I met the, this man that I'm with, mm-hmm. this, this love of my life. Um, because I didn't feel sexy, I didn't feel needed, I didn't feel wanted, I didn't feel, um, I didn't feel sexual. I didn't feel like but that was get, a part of my marriage. But did you, like, slowly but surely ramp it up? So now, like, I've always, I've, um, I don't know, maybe I'm a weird girl because a lot of girls I talk to, like, they could care less about sex. I love sex because it's connecting with a person who also wants, and again, there, I get there's one night stands, there's all this other stuff. But when you have sex with someone that you're on the same page, you're on the same level, you want the same thing and it's healthy and it's loving and it's that. But that's not that, therapy though. That is therapy because your mind, women's minds have to be in sex. But that's not therapy. They're not therapizing. They're like, they're like, they're, they're like, showing me what I was they're, missing. They're like, they're like getting a boyfriend. That's different. I'm no. talking about healing. No, from divorce. Healing. Sex was healing. <laughs> I had some sexual feelings, but sexual healing. Ooh, baby. Sexual so healing. healing. Yeah. No, it was because I felt wanted. I felt needed. I felt pretty. I felt sexy. I felt adored. I felt all these things that it can makes heal you. Feel you. About yourself. Yeah. Be- that, exactly. That somebody wants me. And it somebody, gave me. Somebody wants to pound me. Thank you. It's making love, not sex. Making love. It's Some, making love. Somebody want to make it's love to fucking. you. <laughs> Come on. Okay. But no, like it definitely heals your soul because you feel confident now that someone actually is taking an interest in you. Like sex before was like, okay, men, like, all right. Men feel the same way. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we feel the same way. You see my Rachel. sign? We, zero. We, oh, wait. We, yeah, I don't we, zero. we feel the yeah. same way that women do. It you know makes what? us feel pretty. It makes us feel better about ourselves. It gives us a little bit of energy inside that someone wants us. <laughs> I feel pretty. <laughs> so pretty and witty and what's the word? Oh, bitty. <laughs> no, oh. no, like... I think I do see how sex can. can okay, here here's my example for you. You're okay. with your wife. She doesn't want you anymore. Mm-hmm. You get with someone else. You're like, oh baby, like bound chicka wow wow. Well, I could be good for your ego. I could be good for your temporarily. Tempor- I could temporarily. be good for your heart, knowing yep. like you are worth and valued by me because I want to. <laughs> you want to bop her, bop her on the head. <laughs> what is it? Little bunny foo foo hopping through the, the fire. Okay, we're so old. Feel my spot on the head. 
Along came, came the fairy godmother. Anyway, and she said, said, "Okay, we're old. That's that's an um, old song. If you don't know it, look it up. It's very I, cute." I do see where great sex can. Yeah, so that's okay. Great sex is therapy. Yes, you you're happy? welcome. Yes, and it took how long for you to get there? This is why women are superior. National Women's Month. Oh, that's Go. right. Damn, the whole month. Whole fucking month. Damn. Whole month. About a day. We should get like. 369 days, mm. just to say. Mm. I mean, we'll add some extra ones in there. Oh, no. And I said that. 69, and you're welcome, yep. toddler. Mm-hmm. But no, um, I think I think a loving relationship after, too, is healing. So you've gone through all the therapy. Well, well it kind of shows you what you were missing. Yeah, and, and, and it gives you hope and for value. things to come. And yeah, I think one of my big deal thing, my big thing was, okay, I failed. I have no value. I've, I'm getting divorced. And in our generations, divorce was a big deal. Now it's just like, huh, you know, yep. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm getting divorced. Yep. I'm doing this. You know, it's literally like there's no pause. We're like, oh, really? You're getting divorced? I'm so sorry. Like, whoa, whoa. Now it's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go ride my bike now. And so it's not a big of a deal. And I think people are missing that healing part of it too. So they just go, Oh yeah, I'm getting divorced. Oh, I'm going out. I'm going out with this guy next week. Mm-hmm. What? There was a lot that goes into that because if you're saying I'm divorcing on Friday and you're meeting someone on Wednesday, you've already stepped out of that marriage a while ago. You're working fast. And you're not. And how, and how quickly are you healing and how, how much are you actually growing from this next experience? And you know, but, but some people don't want to be alone. That's a, that's another thing. And I think too. it's a big man thing. Yeah. Seriously. No, no, no. Seriously. I think like a lot, like I can only go by, you know, my ex and my, an uncle of mine. It was like my aunt had passed away and like a month later he was dating. It's because he didn't want to be alone. And I think, I think I remember my cousin saying like, um, my aunt saying to her best friend, like, if I ever, if I ever die, Jim's going to date like right away. Oh, I just called my uncle out. Anyway. His daughter listens. Hey, Jenny, I love you. But we've had this conversation like, you know, a lot of it is I don't want to be alone, but I also do need to feel and I also need to do my thing and all sort of stuff. So they get stuck in these things. And now you're like, I haven't healed. I haven't talked about it. I haven't vented. I haven't gone through all the stages of the first year, of course, of anything, death, divorce, all this stuff. I feel like you're numb. Especially if you get married like a year later, you there's no way you had a chance to heal unless you checked out early. Oh, I'm you saying know, like yeah. if you if if you're quick into getting into something that like that rapidly, you definitely have checked out way before because I'm two and a half almost. I guess I've been divorced. July will be two years. I'm divorced and check out phase three. I three and a half. Yeah, I feel like a year ago I was still like. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. How can someone love me? How can Lance love me when I could not make my marriage of 24 years, you know, last? But that's what part of the therapy that you yeah. go through that process and you build in that process. And I think too, like bouncing things off of someone, like he was divorced, I'm divorced, mm-hmm. bouncing things off of each other and, you know, saying, well, I felt like this, but I felt like that, but whatever you felt, it's okay. And, you know, I'm here to listen. And, you know, a lot of mine is, I don't know why I'm crying. Like that's literally half of our conversation because I'll think of something or, you know, like, you know, my daughter's in college and 
she's going to get a job next year. And then my son and his girlfriend are been dating for six, six years. So they may get married or like all these things that are going into mm-hmm. like, you know, he, we were talking Life like doesn't stop. his daughter's going to graduate high school. And then, you know, there's another four years where he has to like check schedules with his daughter. And I go, and well, in four years after that, you kind of just make plans with her dot, the daughter and not with the ex-wife too. Mm-hmm. Cause they're still integrated because of, of the kids. And I says, well, Logan's 10. I still got like, Eight years, and then yeah. if he goes to college and all this other stuff, and I go, we'll be doing this a long time then. Thank- eight more years, damn. Thankfully, we're friendly enough. We're like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is how it works. Like my son's sick today; he didn't go to school, but he's home, and you know, we're both checking on him, even though he's at his dad's. And you know, it's just a lot of things go. A lot of things therapy can help you with that you don't think about right in the midst of it. I or- think your kids can be therapy. Oh that yeah, you, that you have to not yeah. act a fool. Well, Exactly. Because your kids. Well, and my thing too is, you know, I didn't want to be alone in my own grief, but not necessarily with another like adult. I, I would look forward to seeing my son because he was my, he was so my joy. Like he was so my everything. So when I didn't have him, like, okay, in two days I have him. This is what we're going to do. I would make plans. We had this, you know, I make sure I wasn't going to drink and, you know, I couldn't do this and I couldn't make plans with this person and blah, 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 blah. So it was a way of getting me day by day, step by step to the thing I enjoyed the most. And when I was my son. When I didn't have him, I'm like, I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat. I'm going to not drink. Well, no, it ended up, usually I was drinking a bottle of wine by myself. Passing out and then waking up with a headache, going, "Oh fuck, I got to go to work." Dang, that's a that's a crazy uh, miracle round. Yeah, and I think you know, especially not having any family here, and like not, and I guess I'm one of those people too. Like I will get to the bottom, be at the lowest point of my life, and when I start to rise up, whoever's there, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I appreciate you." Blah blah. blah. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want anybody to be sad and I don't want to cry yeah. and blah, 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 even though I do cry a lot. But don't I don't want to make you worry about me because I'm sad, especially if you have something. Yeah. Because I would always like push it off of me. Yeah, yeah you don't want to take up all the time. Yeah. Speaking of the time, uh, any parting words, Rachel? Mm-hmm. Rachel's parting words. Parting words. Um, what, what part of therapy do you think helped you the most? I mean, you were a facilitator too, but yeah. what part of your own therapy do you think helped you? Like I said before, I think facilitating helped me the most because I was able to help other people. So helping other people for me helped me. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm the same way. Yeah. And I say, you know, like my medic, my my mer- my my nurse, my nurse, um, my medical background, being a nurse, being a bereavement counselor for a little bit when I lost my son, all helped me get through this. I think in a healthy way, yeah. even though there were some unhealthy habits. There was definitely some unhealthy nights. There were some unhealthy weekends. There was some unhealthy dating. But you almost have to go through that to get to the prize, though. You know, you have to, you got to kiss the frogs, per se, to get to the prize. Mm -hmm. And you have to really put yourself first and say, you know, I don't like this. I do like this. Or I really felt great when someone said that or did that or saying nothing at all. And like, you know, the friend who just like, I'm here. I don't know what you need. I don't know what you're going through right now. I've been through a divorce, but it's not the same. It's not the same path. It's not the same person. It's not the same journey. It's not the same 
you know, scenario. It's not the same time. It's not, you know, I didn't have, my kids weren't that age. I didn't have kids when I went through my door. Like mm-hmm. just all these things that go into it. And when you have someone willing to listen, whether paid or not, um, it gives you a chance to, I think once you say it, you release it. And just that is healing. And I think that's why podcasting for us is, you know, one thing I say can say say, say to someone, put the put the drink down. Just feel like I said, if we say one person, yeah, put yeah. a timer on and say for one hour, I'm going to just be in my own self, be in my own cry. And when that timer goes off, you wipe your face off, you pick up, put your big panties on, and you move along. And then hopefully every day it's a little bit more yeah. time, or it's a little bit more like, woe is me, and okay, now what I got to do for me? So or, baby steps. Yeah, and it. I think that's part of therapy whether it's nature or i don't know only fans where you pay, put pictures of your feet if that's what you got to do to get through <laughs> do it girl you know All gas right, is Rachel. getting expensive hey grab the zero fucks given and let's oh. put it in front of your front of you there so, so you can see from pete hey pete thanks pete for for sending that to us and i'm and glad that you agree with me yes because this is better yeah. than forgiveness yeah he said that was a valentine's day gift, but it's really late <laughs> but better like valentine's sooner. next year yeah all right it's a saint patrick's day gift yeah, there we go. all right everybody have yeah. a nice night we'll talk to you soon bye, bye.